Hey everyone, happy to have you here for another episode of Legacy Matters. Today, as usual, we will talk about whatever comes up with a slight leaning toward discussions of preserving your legacy, preparing for things to come, and sharing stories we find amusing. I'm going to gripe about this, so. Uh, oh, are you going to do it? Yeah, publicly? because, no, not right now. Not right now? Mm-hmm. No. On, but on the show? Yeah. Okay, it's well. Kind of a, it's kind of a Park Avenue problem. <laughs> it kind of yeah, is, isn't so it? It's a first world problem. It's a first world problem. <laughs> or what's the other thing? A hey, champagne, champagne problem. problem, according like to John one. Cusack. used that yeah. the other day. Like, it's a champagne, <gasps> champagne problem. Champagne problem. Um, I don't uh, remember. I'm the guy with the button over here, and Did I hit, the, I hit right. the button. We are recording. I know. Okay. All right. Welcome, everyone. There you go. Thanks That's for, what I was looking thanks for. Thanks for tuning in <laughs> to Legacy Man. Finding us on your old radio dial. <laughs> right. <laughs> Including, hello, Dad. Oh, yeah. I saw him this weekend. He goes, I got to start listening again. I said, <gasps> what? You're an oh. original listener. Wow. That's He's no thinking of starting I... his own podcast. No, really? I don't know. That's so cute. I find it really funny. That's cute. So your dad dropped off, huh? Dropped off. He's going to get him. Well, let's uh, Crimson. Crimson, okay. Crimson. Crimson. Should we introduce ourselves? Sure. This is Sam over here. Jim. Sarah. There we go. Hello. Legacy Matters. Thanks for listening to Legacy Matters. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Be sure to subscribe on Apple or Google, wherever you listen. Subscribing helps us a ton. You can also rate us takes two seconds to tap a button and please have uh, it be five stars seconds. let's be fair no to that's tap why the people five, don't do it tap it you can leave a review which <laughs> is super helpful i yes yes i don't even care just well, keep listening yeah or don't keep, if keep you're not listening, listening then how, yeah, you if, know what and also we we don't say this enough info at legacy matters podcast.com if you mm. or know of anybody that wants to be a guest do you have any feedback good or bad we respond to every email <laughs> we do um yeah, so we are based in Minneapolis, so uh, you've got to you've be got to in be here local. with. Well, you don't have to be local. You have to be physically you have to be in Minnesota. You have to come into our studio mm-hmm. and sit with us to be on the podcast because we do get people who occasionally request to do a phone in one, mm-hmm. and like that, I don't want to talk to you <laughs> no. on the phone. I want to meet you in person. I want to get to know you. That's the idea. Yep. That's the idea. So, All Jim, right. do we have anything today? What do we got going on? Well, nice little weather report. I like to do that. <laughs> so it's Wednesday morning, October, and it is beautiful out today. Nice, sunny. Do we want to tell them what year it is? Crisp. It's crisp out. The leaves are changing. What year it is? It's uh, 2019. I oh my didn't God, think you about looked it. At me. I wasn't sure. You looked at me. Well, because I looked at you because I'm always thinking about different dimensions. So I was I, thinking that's the what same I was thing. I know you were. All right. What if, what if they're listening in a parallel dimension? What if radio waves... Tra- nah, we would have found the other ones. Anyway, All right. Never All right. Mind. Off okay. Let, never let's mind. introduce our guest, <laughs> Sam. You okay. like to do that. I do? I don't know. I always get nervous. That I'm so do say, I. Uh, <laughs> today, we have Tanya Berg-Engen. Is that correct? Is the Berg in there? Why is Berg... You can say Tanya Engen. Tanya Engen? Okay. Yeah. It's I wouldn't in- have said the Berg. Darn it. See, that's why I get nervous about it, because I'm screwed up. But I will say, in my defense, and we know each other, so it's not like... I I know you as Tanya Hengen, but um, in the... In the record a podcast thing that I'm looking at right now in my calendar, it says Tanya Bergengen. Really? Huh. Yeah, I wonder if that was maybe Kate... Yeah. Is that in your email or something? It's Facebook, 
And okay. it's my maiden name, right? Yeah. So that's probably where she got it. Probably yeah. Facebook, yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Well, well I threw it in there because I thought, I thought maybe I had been doing it wrong the whole time. Like that was, like some people like Hyphenated. to retain that mm-hmm. maiden name. I, you don't realize I have a maiden name. What's yours? Uh, Tyson. So my, I took my wife's name when we were married. Oh. So I really do, I really actually do have a maiden name. Or whatever. What's a dude? It's a maiden. It's I don't know. What's a you dude? Just I totally. Don't know. I don't even. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, I'm getting. Hi, looks. Tanya. I'm Hi, getting Tanya. Looks. Hi. <laughs> hey, Tanya. Thanks How's for having me. Well, thanks for coming. Uh, you are uh, you are the wife of Greg Engen, who we did a show with a long time ago. Sure yes. Yes. Yes, and we, we love the man. Yes. You guys are kind of having a bromance with him, aren't you? A little, a little bit. A little bromance. Well, I for sure am. You for sure are, Jim. Yes. I mean, but you understand why, right? I mean, he is a really awesome. likable guy. Yeah. He is. He's a keeper. Yeah. He's a keeper. Yeah. I mean, he's. if he wasn't so nice to us, maybe I wouldn't be <laughs> bromancing with him so much. But yeah, he's really yeah. a sweet guy. But you're very nice, too. And here you are in doing our show. Here I am. And Tanya, you've done a lot for us. You've... You've helped host a couple events here. You have, um, people might know you as Tanya's Table, your cookbook. That's right. Yeah, we did Art of World together. Yeah, we did. Super fun. Yep, yeah. yeah, we did. Um, it seems Where like every now and, and again. catered, or did the food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, fairly regularly, I see you have some TV thing that you do, too. What is this all about? So. So what um, do you do? So what do I do? I'm, <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Yeah. What do I want to? Okay. Both at the same time. I, let's see. I would say I'm a cookbook author. I'm in the food world of all sorts. And um, let's see, I think my book's been out two and a half years. After it came out, um, Twin Cities Live had asked me to come on, which was pretty hilarious because I'd never done anything on television. Have you guys uh, been on? Were you on Twin Cities Live, Jim? Uh, no, I was not. Okay. For some reason, I thought you did some well, I, television... I, so when I had my show at the MIA, oh, that nice little plug for me on Tommy's <laughs> podcast. When I had it's my fine. show at the MIA, I, you know, they One ran a little... One of your two shows, let's say. Woo! Yeah. Yeah, there was a little video thing that they, okay. that they played. So the funny part was, is I had never been on television, and I was packing up all my stuff to do my cooking demo. And Greg, who we just talked about, was home. He's like, oh, I'll help you get packed up. And I'm pulling out of the driveway, and I said, well, it, I know it's Twin Cities Live, but at least it's tape live. So if something goes awry, and it's all good. He goes, he looks at me, he goes, oh, no, babe, it's live, live. Like, you're live. And I said, no, I'm not. So we got in a fight in the garage when I'm heading out. Like, oh, my, God. oh my gosh, this is live, live. So I'm driving there. It was so fun. And Elizabeth and Steve are just super fun. So, yeah. So I've been on there, I don't know, half a dozen times. Yeah. Well, now, now we have to have one of them on the show you do they are hilarious or both yeah. they're funny so how did this uh, how did this all start for you anyhow oh how did you get tanya's table going how, how did okay so i have no background culinary background i mm. my graduate and undergrad degrees are all in business so i started out my life as a business person um we had what kids. is a business person yeah, well i was in, um, what does that mean well at the time, I was doing advertising. Mm-hmm. Um, 
here in Minneapolis? Here in Minneapolis, Motion Associates. It's probably no longer around. Um, (laughs) And then I went to grad school for international management. So that's even more impressive. Like what? what No. So so I I know I so I fell in love with just cultures and food Mm -hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. So, um, did a lot of cross-cultural training before um, we had kids. Um, then I hung it up, so to speak, and stayed home. But I was always doing something. Um, <laughs> like like up to no good doing no, something? No, <laughs> I was always really well-behaved. Um, so, so, two things. So, we had kids. Greg and I loved going out to dinner. That was like our favorite date night. Then we had kids. We had no babysitters. I'm like, I got to learn how to make this stuff at home. So that was one of my inspirations okay. to start cooking. The second one was because of my international experience and travels. I was like, gosh, I love how people eat around the table in these other cultures. Americans are on the run, on the run. So I started cooking and fell in love with it. And um, yeah, I, I just, I started this blog for no reason, because my friends were bugging me about what to make. I this is like the tr- early days of blogs? Early, of bad. Mm-hmm. Like Greg set it up for me. It was mm-hmm. really bad. <laughs> I, I can't remember what the program was at the time. 25 friends um, sent, sent out menus and recipes every week, and then it just started growing. So I started, you know, really getting involved in that part of it. I had a catering business for a while. Everything was just around food. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had a friend, neighbor, who had published a book. She said, you should really talk to these publishers. Just, just go talk to them. I think, you, I think you need to write a cookbook. I was like, no, I'm not a writer. No. <laughs> yeah, I think you should. So I went with um, this publisher. About a year and a half later, decided, okay, this is going to happen. And then it happened. And then I published a cookbook. Just pure passion. That's awesome. I, I uh, was listening to an interview with someone who had a published cookbook on the, on, it was just on public radio, on NPR on the way in. Uh, and, and they talked about how incredibly difficult it is to get a, a published cookbook out there. I, that's what I was going to say, too. You mean too, to because find somebody to publish it? Or? And, and it, to just do oh, it. Yeah. To just, just the whole thing. It sounds right. like, oh, that should be easy. You made it sound not. really easy. I had no idea what I was getting into. I, I mean, that's just how that's I am, the best. though. Right. I think it is mm-hmm. because, well, and I tell people really honestly, like I had no business writing a cookbook. Like I said, I'm not a writer, <laughs> I'm not a photographer, and I'm not a culinary expert. And I think that's what I kind of had going for me. <laughs> right. in, in hindsight, right. I mean, this is this gives people hope, right? Um, because <laughs> I, I think I just when you have the passion for something, like mm-hmm. it really is not. It's cliche. It's but it's true. It's like I just kept going. And um, found a really good um, photographer to do, you know, like my food shots. And I mean, there's just a lot of components to it. Yeah, there right. is. But like yeah. anything. And, the, and just then, keep working it as far as good work. distribution of it, it's in, it was in, how'd yeah. you get it in a grocery store like that? Well, so because what we talked about earlier, so I'm, I'm when I say business background or whatever oh. i'm a hustler mm-hmm. yeah i'm well, a hustler oh. so so i can hustle so i wasn't worried about that mm-hmm. part of it probably naively but i right. just being having a sales background and um, you got your book and just i got my book in hooked there, it down the street and was like and hey kowalski's they bought a couple hundred books so i did book signings galore um that was first that first year right um 
but yeah, lots of Byerly's carried them, Kowalski's, you know, the gift shops and did shows and yeah, yeah, and, uh, just like that, snap of the fingers, bam. It was a little, yeah, it was it a little was harder a little than, bit that. More than that. But I mean, I think the the best part is is what that did was opened up the food world, which was sort of yeah. what I wanted to do when I was writing it. Right. Um, yeah. Still, still no. No formal training whatsoever when it comes to cooking, or have you done some? No, no formal training. So i all self-taught. I mean, I've taken cooking classes, but here's the thing is what I tell people. It's for the home cook. So I'm not trying to do something new avant-garde. You know, a lot of times when chefs write a cookbook, Mm -hmm. it's terrible. And not because they're terrible, but because it's It's esoteric ingredients, Mm -hmm. technical, you don't have the equipment. (laughs) I wanted this to really be for... The home cook because I wanted to get people in the kitchen. Right. So that's the philosophy side. So me. we use your cookbook all the time. I would I say, love you guys, you know, at least once a week. Does that you mean know? when you say we? Is that, that means that you? Means, that means Amber. That does mean Amber. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Amber's Are a really cook? good cook. She is. A, Amber's a really a good. good yeah, cook. that's good who cook. I like. That's the people that I love. Yeah, so she uses it all the She wanted to make sure to tell you that, hey, we made um, <laughs> the, the tacos, you know, the, the pork <laughs> tacos. I love it. I don't but, even know but, what the name of it is. Okay. I just eat it, and I'm like, oh, this is so, <laughs> so, good. so good. And then she goes, yeah, it's from Tanya's cookbook. It's so Tanya's great. table. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But you have to know that is the thing that makes me the most happy. Like, you know, I just, you know, it's great. I have this cookbook. I'm glad people have liked it in this that but when I go to the grocery store somebody texts me or emails me and they're like oh my gosh I made your so-and-so mm-hmm. and yeah. it was so great and everyone loved it like that's my favorite that's, thing in the world yeah. that's yeah. Just, that's because that's why I did it I have to get your cookbook then What's well, right here? It's right here. We, we have, have it. This. So we, we, well, she, she had a bunch. She, she no, I was going. I'm going to interject for a moment. <laughs> How come you didn't get it when when Tanya did our? Yeah, he was I too busy eating. Th- yeah, I was too busy eating. I don't know. <laughs> you know, that she we had were a box of them. Close here. enough at that point. Oh, you know, for, I didn't like. You didn't want to pay for it. You just wanted oh. to take it. Well, <laughs> it's like your art. Like you know, you, well, have, you, to, take that. you have to really get to know someone before you steal their. Tanya, he has seven of my paintings at his house. Like each one of his kids has a piece of artwork in the, in the and, room, and I let him. I let him like draw do crayon and marker right over the top of the whole thing. <laughs> All right, as Not I was kidding. saying, yes. as I was saying. Oh, sorry for the interruption. I, d- I just want to chime in. I do not know how to cook. I've said it before. My mom probably thinks in her head it's her worst failing as a mother. Yeah. Oh, because your mom is quite a cook. Mom's great cook. Yeah. Both of my sisters are great cooks. They've both worked in restaurants. Wow. Well, but, not as cooks, though. No, uh, but in the in yeah, the environment in yeah. enough that they know. Yeah. I, I'm scared of it. I don't understand it. So I'll be super curious. I should try one of your recipes out and see. We're going to have you cooking yeah. in... Okay. Less than two months. Mm. Oh God! Yeah, Let's do you it. You have no idea the commitment you're trying. You're making. <laughs> <laughs> Tanya, do you have a favorite? Do you have a couple of? I mean, you have a lot of recipes, but do you have a couple really just the ones you? How love? about for fall? Yeah, like a good fall. Oh, gosh. Fall so one. I knew you were going to ask me that too. I knew yeah. I was going to get the what do you because again seasonally, mm-hmm. you yep. know, how do you decide? Sure. I have I have like two great pasta recipes because I think anybody can make pasta. Yeah. I do. Mm-hmm. I think that's totally doable recipe. But yeah, a couple pasta recipes in there. Pork tenderloin is a fall kind of thing. Totally. Um, in my cookbook, it would be those two. Yeah. I know. Yep. I'm so ADD when it comes to 
recipes because I make so many. So it's so hard to like nail that. Really down. get it yeah. down. Yeah. So in my house, uh, my wife's quite a good cook, and I'm I actually cook a lot. You are a good cook. Yeah. 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 Um, but I'm the I'm the here's what's in the refrigerator. I'm just going to make something with it. And mm-hmm. it's usually pretty good, you know, and my wife follows recipes. Yeah. So finds a recipe and follows it. So I think for her, I'm, I'm going to get her the cookbook. So oh, what yeah. do you, what do you make? What do you, what's your wheelhouse? Um, I, you know, I'm a pretty decent baker. So like I make homemade bread and homemade pizza dough and I make really good pizza and I make the sauce myself and you know all the rest of it oh and then uh I do I make good soups of course but the soups are kind of easy I yeah think. I think I mean, yeah they're do you make good, good eggs yeah I'm, yeah I'm a good breakfast uh and then and then I do I, I will make homemade pasta and gnocchi and stuff like that yeah, and, yeah just like and homemade sauce when we have tomatoes in the garden. It's so oh, good. I love yeah. that. So yeah. does oh. this is a does Greg make requests? I mean this is really funny. He actually doesn't because yeah. he's he's pretty happy with mm. what I cook. But the joke in our house and the kids when they listen to this will laugh growing up. So anything I would make, mm-hmm. Greg would be, oh my gosh, this is so good. This is the best thing. This, And the kids would look at each other and be like, Dad, you say that about everything she makes. He's like, well, it is. And I have plenty of fails. And then the kids will critique it like, no, this is just okay. It could be that. better, Mom. Right, oh, right. Oh, right? they're like, right? shit. They're like, <laughs> you know that, I, I know that about the kids because Amber will cook and they'll be like, I'm not really feeling this, Mom. Yeah, totally. Oh, yes. mine do the same thing with me. Like, I make them pancakes in the morning and I always I make them from scratch you know so I just I pour the flour in and I put the baking powder in there and whatever and and I, I never measure anything so they're never the same mm-hmm. and yeah. they're like eh not your best day. I love it you're, you're the wing it guy totally that's how you cook it's interesting you and your wife both cook usually it's one or the other a little bit mm-hmm. so it's oh. kind of fun that it's a joint yeah yeah thing. and she's she's very good, very good. so nice. I want to ask you about the, so we were at a party not too long ago that you oh. put together, mm-hmm. you know, the well, entire table. Yeah. And it's called, is it called? It's a, a grazing, grazing table. table. Yeah. Okay. So was that the first one you've done? That was the first one. And thanks to Amber, another shout out to Amber. She called me and said, have you heard of these grazing tables? And I said, yeah, I've heard of them. I haven't done them, but they're, they're a big trend. Yeah. Yum. And I hate the word trend, but mm-hmm. they kind of are. Sure. Well, I have, we have these friends. It's their fortieth. We they want to do something fun, and right. I was thinking, do you know anyone that does them? I was like, no. <laughs> that was a direct way of saying. Well, would you maybe consider doing one? I'm like, I think it sounds like a blast. Mm. Right. Sure. So I just did a ton of research, and I'm like obsessed with them. Right. It was a I huge, saw huge of success. At Did you that see party. pictures? I saw Did, pictures of this, and I was jealous that I was not at that party. Well, so I'm doing a, a grazing table on Twin Cities Live, but just a small Art, version. Okay. So I'm going on in November because mm-hmm. okay. I'm so obsessed, and they're yeah. kind of now because mm-hmm. I told them about this idea. Thanks to Amber, and um, <laughs> they're gonna we're gonna walk through how to do it because okay. it must be so creative because there's no rhyme or reason. It's just what you think works together right visually and right you know the visual yeah. part of it is really really that 
that was so nice. Well, I mean, you're so, an artist, and, so you yeah, can. Yeah, so, I mean, you kind of tiered the food. Yeah, that's you what t- I had it on say. a tiered level, what you know. You, what, did, what did you um, use? Like blocks? Like, a, how did you? So, yeah, what was it? So it, it looks like one giant butcher block, uh-huh. sort of, too. Right, that's the idea. Because uh-huh. you want, and then I just had three maybe wooden, you know, pedestal type mm-hmm. platters. And then you had sort of your main meats and salmon on those. And then you just build around it. Yeah. And it was, I think there was over 60 ingredients on there. It was 60. 60. It was yeah, so fun. It was a it, huge, huge, I mean, it's the size of the table that we're doing a podcast mm-hmm. on. You know, but actually, it might have been a lot, little bit larger than this, you know? Yeah. So but anyways, giant. I mean, just, but, but uh, sculptural. You know, it looked very, you know... Uh, Roman Baroque kind of feast, yeah, like a feast. Yeah, goblets of wine is goblets of wine. Yes, someone said that European table or yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're gushing over a like like people have had parties and put things on a table, you know, multiple different dishes on a table for. But I'm telling you that I I agree that grazing table looked so it looked different than just your average. It did. Here's a table full of stuff right well and here's the thing for um for the host okay it's done but even if you did one yourself you're not like keeping appetizers hot you're not restocking right you're literally there to enjoy your guests which is my goal yeah entertaining you know making Mm -hmm. ahead doing things like that Mm -hmm. so um yeah i'm actually doing one for a company tomorrow Uh. and it's at mercury um, mosaics. mosaics. Do you know them? Yeah, oh. we've had Austin, we've had... Uh, Mercedes Austin, in uh, twice on our okay. show, and we know them well. We do. We install their tile all the time. Oh my gosh! I don't. Well, I'm just at the events there. They okay. a company hired me to do this, so the whole events there. So I have not met them. I think we're invited to this event. Oh well, then you you'll see it tomorrow. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't, I don't. we may, I but children. Sam and I. Well, actually, we're going to the Vikings game tomorrow. Sam, <gasps> is that tomorrow? Oh, yeah, that oh, Thursday. Yeah. Thursday, yeah, yeah, Thursday. That's right. It is Wednesday. Today. Oh, so it's, yeah, it's tomorrow. So you're going yeah. to game. Oh, well, yeah. the game usurps any grazing table. Right. Yeah, well, right. I, I don't know. know. I'm, but I'm we hungry now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what, do you have like breads and crackers and yeah, everything? Yeah, charcuterie and anapasto. So, oh, you say that so much more smoothly than I do. Mm. Oh, I don't Charcu- even. I wish I could. Charcuterie. Charcuterie. I say charcuterie. 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 I'm wrong. I know. I mean, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but everything is in bite oh, size. Everything right. is is. I mean, you had everything cut up, all the fruits, the cheeses, the veg. You know, everything was just so easy, and and that's the idea. That's, that's the grazing the part of it. So I'm at this party, and there's, you know, at all times there's like seven people around, mm-hmm. you know, and it's so. Uh, social you know and that's yeah. what that's, i love yep that yeah. was the nice thing about it instead of like going and you're and i hate to say this it sounds so cheesy but you're yeah. empowering the person eating because they're choosing so you're not just serving them something that they right. may like but it may not be their favorite mm-hmm. and you can, can put the little pieces together and, yeah it's great <laughs> All right, so it's yeah. successful. I guess that's Sounds what that's, it does sound epic, doesn't it? it? But it's it was. Just a it was. Was. No, it's awesome. It's super awesome. Uh, you, uh, the food building. You should get stuff. Do you know the Kieran? food building across the yeah. street and Kieran? Yeah, yeah. I don't know Kieran. Okay. Uh, he was yeah. He was on your podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? he yeah. was. But I mean, man, that place is putting out. Oh, something. the food. I would 
really fantastic stuff. I'm sure you're going to love it, but because I don't know anything, but I was like, wow, this is good. Well, the cheeses, the meats, and the breads that are made in house there or whatever and for sale. It's awesome. And this just opened, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. we were invited to the launch and then they had to delay it Mm -hmm. and then we couldn't go. So I have not been yet. Oh, so I need to get over there. You got to check it out. Okay. It's it's really fantastic. Maybe we'll have a beer afterwards and we'll walk over there. (laughs) I could. I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> Should we just pick up our mics and carry the podcast over there right now? Right. People are like falling asleep listening to this. Like, no, they're not at no, all. No, no, but I mean, I mean, maybe, maybe we could just do like thirty minutes of silence. We could just walk over there and go get a beer and come back. I, people might not even notice your dad stopped listening to us. For God's Kanye. sake. Okay. Here, here's, oh God. What, so what are some of the other? I mean, you mentioned. So this is kind of a real trend this sort of grazing table yeah i mean what are some of the other things that are happening right now if Mm. there are anything Mm. that you're kind of on the 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 radar Mm -hmm. as far as entertaining yeah Yeah. as far as like like what is what well no it's just like what what should i be eating that i'm not currently (laughs) remember when kale was popular what's the next kale can i make a confession and i'll probably lose a bunch of followers (laughs) i do not like i i just never I never put kale in any of my stuff. I was not a kale person. Right. Okay. I think to me, it was like the stuff on the roadside that you drive by on a highway. Sure. And I know if you massage it and do lots of things to it, there's good kale out there at restaurants. It's great. But it's I was not, not a thing. kale follower. And, okay. And and so it's okay. I, I just missed What's that the next whole kale? Thing. No, uh, kale's really good in soups, though. I'll tell you what. It's like cabbage. I know. It really adds a lot. Yeah, I came around. So over it. Now. Same. Oh no, no, I'm totally over it, and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not down with the kale right. phrase either i thought it was nuts but oh, yeah. there is good kale out there okay. and it's good for you evidently. it is good for, is good for you, you. Yeah. no trends i mean <laughs> the thing is is the taco trend will mm-hmm. never end mm-hmm. i think yeah. it's just why even would you want it tacos, to? We, you know? we wouldn't yeah mm-hmm. so we um we do a taco tuesday at our house every week mm. kids can invite whoever they want just oh, i make some Tuesday. kind of mexican yeah yes. just because friends with their kids yeah but you know how kids just kind of needs like just to go somewhere mm-hmm. belong like mm-hmm. here's dinner mm-hmm. tuesday night taco it covered bar. doesn't matter who comes make your own tacos on your way to sports activities yep i think greg likes it more than anybody oh so i bet he I mean, he's I like, what's for taco Wait. you know <laughs> So I'm like, I made, when are we invited? I made some. <laughs> we do the, Tuesday. It sounds we like we do the same thing, yeah. or we did. Oh, oh, it, I'll come over and have Taco Tuesday. <laughs> well, you're over quite a bit, so <laughs> so yeah, you get lots of. You can have Taco Tuesday. Oh God, but yeah, but I mean, entertaining trends. I mean, that grazing table. That's that's is a big one. Big right one, now. and um, yeah. I think anything where you can involve the person and they can kind of make their own little. Right. Yeah. Well, little thing. I'm sorry. I don't want to interrupt, but you know what I really like about the whole grazing table idea too is my my little sister, and you should check this out if you can. It's Red Wing Wares. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's Red Wing Wares on Etsy or whatever. Yep. Mm -hmm. But anyway, she she's taken to visiting you know any garage sale, any antique shop, just whatever's going on, and finding these old platters Mm -hmm. and serving trays and stuff. And I think that this grazing table thing gives them a purpose, a purpose again yeah. when they've got all oh, these like old that. beautiful dishes that can be yeah. put to use absolutely yeah yeah oh yeah yeah that's that's okay, fun check that out yeah that could work that could I think work so. i like that's the monochromatic nice. yeah. wood vibe though yeah well that's like, that's your deal yeah, yeah. i'm just you know, saying but i've seen some pictures of some grazing tables where they've got like 
old I China, do like that. you know, thing. Right. Yeah, and then the new stuff too. And right. I like it. Well, it's I just like a it. big art project. Right? It, I mean, it, it, it's yeah. most, I mean, for yeah. you, right. it just had to be, yeah. Visually, yeah. you want right. it to be streamlined and yeah. Jim wants Slate. it all white or, or black. <laughs> I, would, I was actually <laughs> going to say it could be on a slate thing too. That yeah. could look kind of nice. Yeah. If if it was all monochromatic and you couldn't even see what food you were grabbing, that would be best. Oh boy! Now he's going to be daydreaming about that for the next time. I know. You don't know. About uh, <laughs> we haven't talked about the uh, air guitar series in a long time, and we won't necessarily talk about. It, but see, Jim's white on white. Uh, you you come up with what's there. He loves that stuff. Yeah. The true artist. We want when we did our business cards. When was that? A year yeah. ago. White he on wanted white. white on white. I'm like, yeah, I appreciate it, but no. it got a little bit American it, Psycho. It yeah, it was yeah. a little yeah. too. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. okay, Jim. Yeah, it's okay. One of my favorite movies too, by the way. <laughs> oh, um, so what are you no, doing for? Sorry, Jim. We well, keep interrupting. Go ahead. Okay. Well, what I wanted to ask you is that. Um, there is so much about locally sourced and locally farmed. And, and uh, do you have some favorite um, folks or places that you like to get Just things from? purveyors. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I go into France 44 Cheese Shop because mm. they have all the good purveyors. And I just yeah. get my stuff there. I love coastal seafoods. Right. Um Man, and just the yeah, just the farmers markets all day long in the summer. I How mean, about it? There's a lot here in the Twin Cities for that. Did I hear about one that's going to be open all winter in town to in in a building? The farmers I don't market. Know. Did you? I I do believe I did. Yes, that they that one of the like the one on Lindale or whatever. They've got an interior space that someone is going to let oh. them use for the winter. And it's oh. going to happen like every Wednesday or Saturday or something. Okay. That's so great. I am spreading misinformation. I am positive <laughs> of it. This is probably in some other city. But what are they going to be selling? No one, do, it, people do not. Well, like uh, there's there's hot house, okay, produce okay. and stuff that can be made through. Winter, well, and Mill City has that you know enclosure area, but I don't. It's not I don't there. know. Okay. I just know that I, this is like some fragment of some memory. I was. It's probably like some sort of weird dream I had. <laughs> it's not even real. And people do not come to our podcast for for accurate information. <laughs> no. Well, not so from we can us. Just, not from not us. From the us. guests from are the guests. trustworthy. Well, no, guests I just, are smart. I think the food halls, the restaurants, <laughs> the food trends—they're all yeah. in Minnesota, you know Minneapolis is just crazy. It Fun, is. It's turned exciting. into a little foodie town. It has. It is. Yeah. I mean, think of a decade ago. Right. You know, oh my God! Twenty now. years ago. Oh I mean, gosh. ten years ago was was, was like quiet, getting don't... better. Mm-hmm. But twenty years ago, thirty years ago, oh God! Yeah. Yeah. Minneapolis and food. You know, I was just in New York City last week, and again, talk about ADD with restaurants. I'm like, where can I stop? You know, there's just so much to do there. Right. But um, I just think of here. You know, you go to New York, it's crazy, but we have just as good as stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. We do, and, and not just on the high end. There's there's oh, yeah. so many good, affordable places pumping out really nice, like, to-go food. Yeah. Know, uh-huh. stuff too. yeah. Yeah. What about those food trucks? What, what, you know, That's they're a, everywhere. They, they are everywhere. Oh, they're here to stay. So, Tanya, did you grow up here? I did. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Apple Valley, and then our neighbors, when we moved 14 years ago, said, oh, you're from Crapple Valley? <laughs> oh, have you never heard that? I, I had never... I, I not never. when I was in high school. But, oh, I mean, yeah. Crap, what is it? Crapple Valley. Crapple Valley. No, it's Apple Valley. Proud Apple to Valley. be from Apple Valley. So, yeah. 
I grew up there. Okay. All right. Yeah. Apple Valley. That was, uh, I'm not, boy, Sam, be careful. I'm not trying to age you in any way, right? But Apple Valley was a smaller community back then. It when was. You were a kid there, um, I imagine, right? We were in one of the first neighborhoods, and they actually gave you an apple tree to plant in your backyard. Oh, Are you serious? They did. Oh, that's that's really seventies. Yeah. yeah. It was all farmland, and then they started developing. Because I think Apple Valley would have been like Elk River in in my youth. Like okay. you know, yeah. a little bit outside the city. It was closer, but but just kind of an old small yes. community farming, whatever. And I then know. it grew up. Yep. And now it's like, do you even recognize it? No. No. But my parents moved to Chicago when I was in college, so I never really go back. Mm-hmm. We don't have family there. To Apple Valley. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it doesn't feel like a hometown necessarily nah, to you or anything No, like not so much. But yeah. it was great. And you've been in South Minneapolis for how long now? <sighs> well, we were in two houses, let's 14 years. Okay. Yeah. 14 years um, in our house we're in now, which is any Dinah. I know you. You cringe when you say it. Don't you? No, we. Well, love I don't. I'm actually. I, but we moved a mile apart three times. We yeah. just love that area. Oh, I mean, yeah. South are they by you guys? Are they? Close? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. We were in Linden Hills in our first starter home, and it had three light switches. Like push, like, like it was. It was well, one yeah. of those old lake houses right. uh-huh. from the 1900s. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Greg and I were like, "This is like." Taj Mahal, it's like a <laughs> house. Like, look at that stained glass and these three you know, flunk, flunk, I mean, uh, yeah, three light switches. Light switches. Right. Yeah. yeah, Oh, wow. But Love only those. three of them. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, we had a little updating well, to do. Well, yeah. I think, I think uh, we, we should take just take a, a brief break. break. Sure. I don't want to stop the conversation. We'll get right back to it. But I, I think we'll, brief, we'll hit on some new brief topics break. in yes. the second half. Okay, great. How does that sound? Sounds I'm going to start it. Woo! All right. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Today's show is brought to you by the Andalin app, a first-of-its-kind digital legacy preservation app that allows you to digitally attach photos, videos, and audio recordings to the places and objects you love. Imagine hearing your grandmother's voice telling the stories of your family heirlooms. Preserve your memories, prepare for the future, and share with those you love. Andolin, available in the App Store and Google Play. Visit andolin.app for more information. Need some help with a construction project? Looking for thoughtful design and honest answers about what is possible and what is not? Kinetic Design Build is a full-service boutique remodeler servicing residential and commercial clients in the Twin Cities. Design and build with purpose. Visit kineticdesignbuild.com to request a consultation. Packing for a trip? Let Pack Simply give you a little help by delivering travel-safe products directly to your door in an airport security-safe pouch. Unbelievably easy and surprisingly simple. Make your life easier. Visit PackSimply.com. Interested in art? James Holmberg is both an artist and an art consultant. His strong connections in the Minnesota art world give him a unique perspective on the talented pool of artists from our region. Let James guide you to an original work that will come alive in your home. Visit jamesholmberg.com to find out more. All right. Do you want to go on a wilderness adventure with me, Sam? Or maybe you know a group of kids who could benefit from an extended break from their electronics. Or maybe you just need a break from those kids. Visit earthedfound.org for more information about how to get started. For information about becoming a sponsor of Legacy Matters, please visit 
LegacyMattersPodcast.com. <laughs> I wish I had that on there. Get the fire, fire up the old recorder, Sam. <laughs> right, like the tubes warm up, you know, on like old radios. Yeah, you know, that's not the way this works, like Jim. You're describing your dreams. I, you can yeah. make those fingerling potatoes in there. You just press um, them. Oh, so I am them. recording. Okay, people, yep. we we need to acknowledge mm-hmm. our audience. It um, is funny. So focus. As so Tanya we're back just with gave Tanya. The focus. Yep. yep. Tanya. Tanya. Thank you. Not Engen. Tanya Engen. I don't need to put that other middle the part Engens. in there. Engen. <laughs> <laughs> Tanya Engen. Tanya's table. Uh, whatever. It, well, we last left with Edina, <laughs> which oh, yeah. you're on the yes, cover of the Edina magazine. So, this Edina is, magazine. so how did that Ooh. happen? How, how do you get yeah, the cover you, of Edina magazine? How much does that cost you? Yeah, Let's actually, be fair. It, so, it didn't. I mean, <laughs> it didn't, I promise. I mean, paint but the picture, right? To, you're in the Edina grocery stores, uh-huh. right? You're on the yeah. cover of Edina magazine. Jim. <laughs> well, that's fancy. So, I truth think. be told, this is funny. So, I um, got an interview to do an article with my cookbook coming out. So, that was great. And did it over the phone. They, you know, ask you a bunch of questions like we're doing now about my cookbook, what I'm doing. And then they're like, okay, can you come down? And then we'll just get your photo taken and, and submit a couple recipes. Perfect for the magazine. So, I knew it was going to be in there. Yep. Go down, do all that. And I actually didn't even know the exact date it was coming out. I just knew that it was coming out. And um, I pulled up the my Twitter account or my social media account one morning. I was like, oh, oh, oh. I'm I said, Greg, front. I think I'm on the front. I didn't know I was going to be on the cover. I probably would have worn something different. Probably no, cared a little bit. But this great. is funny awesome. because that is so me. Greg's always like, you're just so I love Lucy. I had no idea. Right. And I and it was great. So it was just um just it's not yourself. like you're gonna go down to the, the the magazine and say, So are you putting me on the front cover? You know, you just go down no. and do your thing and yeah, so that was really nice. It was it nice. is really nice. And, and, and it's all of a good it's so humbling. I mean, it is a good compliment too. It is. I mean it is cool. It's very cool. And we should we should take a different tact with this, Jimmy. Yeah. And we should is, do you have any ideas of Dyna Magazine looking to sponsor a podcast? Do you sponsor? <laughs> <laughs> shameless. Just kidding. Shameless. Uh, Jim Spacey is like, what are you Maybe doing? Maybe you guys should get on. <laughs> like for your legacy app? Hey. Huh. Maybe. Let's make a connection uh, there. Uh, yeah. All I'm saying is let's build bridges, not not right. blow them up. Right. We are about to, not to talk about us, but we are launching our press release this week. <gasps> nice. Yes. With Marie Knowles. And and I actually yeah, already, man. that's on the list with Marie. Okay. Yeah. What's well? That's great, you guys. Anyways, but well, yeah, I well, mean, let's talk. Yeah. After. We'll yeah, because you obviously have so, pull there. Is all I'm thinking. I have so much pull. Yeah. No, I mean, again, I had a connection with that connection. You know but how what's it works. the response like when you, when you're on this? I mean, do you can you kind of? I mean, do you uh, have a lot more? People coming to your social media stuff. I mean, or can you tell? Yeah, I, I mean, just sold cookbooks. I mean, my was right. you know that that was the biggest thing is that it was in the Lunds and Byerleys and Kowalskis yep. and places, and then people recognized you know a little right. bit. I mean, it's a, it's local, so yeah, yeah, but which is great. Mm-hmm. That is exactly great. what I wanted to do. Yeah, but but yeah, it was fun. 
And I'm just, I need to go back to this Lake Sap. I mean, think of all the recipes. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's talk oh, about that for a minute. This. I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. I, right. I just, grandma, see. you know, I have, speaking of my mom, because she loves to physically scrapbook, I have two huge books of her with my grandmother, who's now passed away, of her recipes yeah. that she photocopied. And again, it's the same I thing. I mean, to me. Yeah. Oh. Look, I have goosebumps. To have yeah. it. Okay, so I, in her I wanna, writing. I just, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. So, but I, then i got to say something okay. about this. Yeah. So I grew up also with my grandmother actually mm-hmm. lived with with my parents, with okay. us, yeah. growing up for a period of time. Yeah. And the recipes, I mean, just written down. Yep. And personally, and, yes. And my oh. mom had a gigantic, like, uh, Betty Crocker, yes, uh, cookbook, and then all of you know the family recipes were like loosely, yep. you know, loose pieces of paper uh-huh. that were put in uh-huh. it, and it was chaos, right? I mean, yeah. when I looked at, it, I was but like, your oh mom my knew God. where everything was. Yeah. She knew everything. Yeah. She yeah. could read the writing. Yeah. I couldn't read my grandma's writing. I was like, yeah. oh my God, what? I'm like, I love how when they had unlined note cards that would go yeah. in those too. Yeah, they would carefully sit down with a ruler. And draw yes. the lines so that everything would be straight and neat, and the, and everything was so tiny and cursive and perfect. Oh, yeah, now we're all, like right. sloppy. Oh yeah. Okay, but to since you brought it up, we didn't. We're not plugging our own, so, but we are. It's fine. Um, <laughs> no, but the but the thing is that there are so uh, almost every family or, or many families have this this recipe box. Okay, and. As the family, okay, if grandma has, you know, like my, my grandmother had 11 kids, I think. Grandma Rolf. I mean, this is farm country mm-hmm. back in the day. But but then... Uh, that explains. It, it explains why no one cares about any of us, because we're expendable. There were so many of us that we were... <laughs> you're just tired help. Yeah, just like, oh, you're just one, uh, yet another one of the many cousins. But anyway, right. uh, so there, if there's one... If there's one cookbook or one box of recipe cards or whatever, then, you know, in the 80s or 90s, someone would have said, hey, all of the 11 children want it. Well, so do half of the nieces and nephews then, the next generation beyond that. They want some of those, too, because they remember hanging out with grandma. So so then they would go and photocopy mm-hmm. these things. And a photocopy is not a very good document or representation of the original right so and i'm not saying digital is either but if you take that and you take the time to digitize it then you can disseminate it widely and share it so like our app that's kind of exactly what we were talking about and then you could like if my grandma was still alive and she could say she made these grandma white cookies which are basically sugar cookies but i think of them now because the holidays we would decorate like for halloween pumpkins and bats and whatever but then if you could have her voice Mm -hmm. attached to that recipe saying this is my memories of making this i mean how amazing and then if you've got an old video of grandma in the kitchen baking them with three of the grandchildren Mm -hmm. around you you attach that directly Mm -hmm. to the recipe you attach it to the house yeah Yeah, there's that's intimate yeah i love it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it is and then it could be projected on the refrigerator (laughs) eventually eventually phase three tanya did your mom cook i mean did you grow up in a cooking family yeah my mom she was a good cook it was um she was a really good baker it's the mom Uh, but your dad or your dad and she she was a really good baker Mm, and she would cook you know basic stuff but good stuff because mm-hmm. everyone's like you know where'd you get your inspiration from you know usually you have a great grandma story or sure. something like that she was just always there and 
we always had a good meal. And but the baking thing in my cookbook, I just disclaimer, I am not a baker. And Seems sometimes like you're one either, or the other. Yeah, right. see, people yeah. either are or aren't. So yeah, she's just, and then my our daughter is. So it kind of skipped oh. a generation. Oh. Isn't that funny? Your daughter's a baker. Yeah, she's really good at baking. My mom is. Okay. I'm not. I'm too. Breads I'm not or detailed pastries enough. or cookies, though, because there's a big difference between the two. There is. My grandma was breads. My mom is um, like cookies, bars, pastries. Yeah. She can do any of that. Yeah. So did your grandma make her own bread oh yeah they grew up on a farm as well same with us Mm -hmm. so when i was little my grandma would make homemade bread oh there's nothing like it i know nothing like it so good my grandma too and it was i mean i remember it was maybe sunday night she would like sunday afternoon she'd bake like 10 loaves or something for the week that's right yep and there would so there'd be all these loaves and on it was sunday nights i'm pretty sure like all the nieces and nephews from the neighborhood all the cousins would come in there and and we'd all get a slice of it freshly toasted. Mm. So it was fresh out of the mm-hmm. oven. Then it'd get toasted. Mm. And then she'd slather it with butter and then mm. peanut uh-huh. butter. And oh, my yeah. God. I just remember how that. delicious yeah. it was. My favorite. Yeah. yeah. My dad, he grilled. He grilled everything to oblivion. Mm. <laughs> so that was my steak growing perfection. up. Barely cooked. You know, who, you know who I'm obsessed with? Huh. You know who is the greatest barbecue guy out there right now? David Grohl. Oh, really? From Foo Fighters? Foo Fighters? Oh, really? Oh. So I'm kind of having an... Okay. Really? So if you... Whoa. Again, I'm not talking about another podcast, but Bon Appetit did right. a podcast with David Grohl. Okay. It's worth a listen. <laughs> I had no idea. The guy, you know, I mean, yeah. they had to censor him the whole podcast, but sure. he is amazing. He's become obsessed with the barbecue. Uh-huh. He helped all the firefighters in California. I mean, he is just like giving of himself this way and right. this is sort of this new hobby of his but okay. i mean just you guys are musicians yeah yeah i games. love it oh yeah oh, I love so that. so yeah. he i love how people just find these passions right and that's his so yeah that's he's he's kind of cool. I, I looked it up bon appetit how, how dave cool. Grohl got hooked on barbecue <laughs> how cool is that Makes and he's so humble and he's yeah. so it just it like a serving thing for him Right, and, and that's kind of how I feel with a lot starting of people, my cooking. Right, when we had Lindsay Gunsel in here, oh, who yeah. also is very much into food right now, and you're echoing some of the same things she said, where cooking and making people feel welcome—it's like that's your way of giving, and you you get a lot of satisfaction from providing that. Yeah, I think I think that is so true for so many. I mean, again, when it's a gift, you know. Okay, cheesy, but love languages. You know, mm-hmm. like food's my sixth. I mean, I think mm-hmm. that's why when, okay, so when you have people over for dinner, it's not about what your, how great your food is. It's about be so welcome here. Yeah. Who who gets served food? I mean, who gets invited over? I mean, people just don't entertain and host as much because mm-hmm. they think things have to be perfect. So I am just the antithesis of that. It's like people just want to hang out with you. I right. mean, yeah, I'm not do. me, but just... They just want to hang out together. No, they want to yeah. hang out yeah. with you specifically as well. But <laughs> well, I mean, maybe a little. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, they, they want do. to hang out with Greg. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, so, no. well, no, Jim and Amber are coming over in a couple weeks. And oh. we're just, I mean, it's, we're gonna be hanging it's just, out. just that's what makes me happy. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, the kids and I, we did something kind of fun. Um, they were probably, in, they're, you know, teenage, you know, they're 19 and 17 now, but when they were in maybe elementary school. I just got this little bug and I thought, you know what? I'm going to just, like once a week, we're going to bring somebody dinner. Don't know who it is. We're just going to pick a family. Could be a teacher, could be a neighbor, could be whatever. We're just going to call them. 
and we're going to just bring him dinner. And it was so funny because, you know, in the communities we all live in, nobody's for want of food, but right. people were like, well, no, you know, why are you bringing me dinner? Like, what yeah, what's wrong? Like, what's yeah, going? Yeah. like no, I Sally's out of the I'd hospital. Be. Or like, right. no, Johnny no got his died. job. Like, no. Yeah. So it was the greatest year. I mean, I was the one blessed because, so we, you know, I would just ask the kids and, you know, uh-huh. who should we bring to? And they would say people may or may not have known him. They knew the friend or the, you know, teacher. Mm-hmm. And we would just drop off food. And they would just be like, Thank you. Like, <laughs> you're weird. <laughs> Who's the creepy Ingen family? Um, oh my so gosh. So stuff like that yeah. is why. So you did that I for yeah. a year. Like just like, yeah, yeah, just about a year. Random, we just, just random. Kind of, you and the kids. So fun. I mean, I, I got that way more out of really it. That is really cool. Either um, that or it's, like she said, really creepy. I, I, well, no, I mean, like I'm somebody. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's very sweet. Very it was sweet. just, but that is where my heart is. I mean, it yeah. sounds, she's, but that's just what I mean. So happy. is this like a dinner that you're bringing yeah. them? Like a we just casserole? Dinner. Or probably, oh, for or probably a little well, salad, fine. too. You know? do you, yeah, we do. What do you think about casseroles? Okay, so let's mm-hmm. talk about that. That's yeah. what I kind of grew up on. I mean, mm-hmm. I I yeah. have this I have this love of tater tot casserole. Yes. I always will. Thank you so Is much. Is it hot dish or casserole though? I think casserole. it was a hot dish. T- tater tot hot dish. That's yeah. what I always thought. That yeah. was tater tot hot dish. Casserole had noodles, right? Yeah. Isn't that right? Well, yeah. or I think rice. it's a, a no- Minnesota thing. Why wow, yeah. you're really good at this okay. game? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a, like, oh, okay. I'm like, Let holy me brush up on my casserole. Yeah, I'm like, I didn't know there was a difference between hot dish and casserole. Our our family, my family is not a hot dish casserole family, and if and they'll say, "Mom, we are too," or they don't really care for them. Right. I like them, so I don't make a lot of them. But there is something to be said for a really good hot dish for or a casserole. good one. All right, so you're so not bringing the hot dish or casserole over, but I, you, you know, right? good. Yeah, you could. It's I don't know easy. that I did. I can't. I mean, you know, right. I probably cooked. That's other the things. thing about yeah. a good hot dish or casserole, though, is it is so portable. That's right, you, you, exactly. That's why I. Threw that's that why you. Out. Yes, and it. And I mean, it's like bringing a lasagna. I mean, it's in one. So thing. you have yeah. the kids carrying, like you're oh, yeah. carrying. I have something. catering bags. <laughs> I know. I mean, that's just right. Just like warm. Yeah. you're all pro. Yeah, I'm, I'm all pro. <laughs> like, and then put these components of the salad in here, and then you have to put the vinaigrette on top, and then right. yeah. <laughs> I did separate the vinaigrette. Oh. <laughs> no, but it was fun, and it's so fun to uh-huh. share something. I mean, it's like I found the one creative bone in my body, and oh, just went. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. Super sweet. Well, it was just, you know, it was fun. Yeah. The kids, like, I, I think we'll remember that. You oh, know? of I course think, they do. Well, they probably sure. No, no, they, do. they, they definitely do. do. But that's you the just thing about sentiment. kids is they weave, that sort of stuff weaves its way yep. in really deeply into uh-huh. weird parts, and then mm-hmm. they don't think about it forever, but then but it's, it's like yeah. it's like the skipping a generation thing <laughs> with the bread baking. Somewhere that's woven into it's the fabric so of your DNA, and it got passed on. Let me tell you what I remember. So, growing up and kind of farm oh, no. parents, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, I didn't have good asparagus until my adulthood because my parents would cook the shit out yeah. of everything, yeah. boil the yeah. shit out it's of like stuff. It's like grilling. It's and over, I'd be like, yeah. oh, I Never. don't like this. And they're like, it's asparagus. And I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> like, and it, it was like chewy. It was like licorice, you know? <laughs> <It was> like- <laughs> and I'm like, what? This sucks, you know? And then way into my adulthood, you know... I mean, it could have just been a few years ago. I mean, it's not. It's not. But all of a sudden, I, I remember having my first bite of asparagus. And it was kind of crispy. And I was like, oh, my God. 
what's this? And I was like, well, why is it, it so different? Why isn't it all stringy? It's, yeah. all, it's all in the way you prepare it, you know? It's so so I grew, so yeah. that is what I remember. Well, and I think of that. Yeah. And now I think of the millennials who have everything at their disposable disposal to eat, but they don't know necessarily how to cook. Mm-hmm. Right. So they've got this palate that's up here, whereas yep. our palates weren't up here growing oh, up. They were, the you know, lowest, whatever you give me, I'll lowest. eat. Yeah. And, and then this sort of gap. That's in, interesting. And so I've sort of been contemplating this um, because we want everybody to keep cooking. I do. But I think there is this huge, you know, it's a fast casual society. We can go eat out all the time. Right. And, and half of our food is partially cooked before mm-hmm. we get it. Right. Even the stuff mm-hmm. we prepare at home, mm-hmm. whereas right. our, our grandparents especially, but maybe even our parents, you know, we're, we're cooking from raw ingredients to food. Yeah. Right. You know, more so than they are. Right. Yeah, we had so a garden, you yeah. know, and it oh, was trying to do the four food groups. But but we didn't go out to dinner. I mean, that was a big deal. Was so a big deal. So what you're talking about is very irrelevant, right? I mean, it's, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, I want, I, yeah, I mean, I, I think I've enabled my kids not to learn how to cook. And now Ben's in college and he is cooking. But it's something you just want everyone yeah, to do. Yeah. Right. But, I, but I really, I truly believe, so like... Like, uh, you know, I've got six brothers and sisters that my father was father to. I've got, my folks are divorced, so I have nine. Blended family. Seven, eight, yeah. nine brothers and sisters, whatever it is, a lot. But anyway, I can remember if I actually think about it. Uh, but my father fished equally with all of us. I'm the only one who absorbed it, and like, I fish on an equal level to my father, which is you know, it is what it is. But uh, I think that sometimes you could you could want for your children to cook the way you cook as hard as you want. Yes. Press them into it. Try and force them to do it, and it'll it'll never come. But then they go off, and then they start their own lives, and you've modeled that for them. Right. Without necessarily mentoring them in a one-on-one kind of way. Right. Because know? if you tell kids what to do, they're they're not, not going to do, do it. That. So I always yeah. just yeah yeah. So you've given them you've given them the tools you've given them the the building blocks and now it's up to them to decide if that's something they want to do right absolutely good yeah. I mean it is interesting though like I mean we do have a huge variety I mean like so when when uh, when it's my turn to cook which is hardly ever I go to <laughs> I, you're like Greg <laughs> I go to France forty four yeah. and I just get my stuff and then I heat it up yeah. I get yeah. in the pan Look Amber comes home and I'm like oh. I'm cooking. You did it. I'm cooking. Oh. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Is that what Greg does too? He's a, you know what? He actually Olivia it, challenged him. Li- we were um in New York and he wasn't with us and she said, Dad, you should actually make dinner Sunday night. Like you should. He goes, Okay, challenge accepted. And he did this really good um beef stew with cognac Ooh. and Dijon. I mean, it was, uh, granted, it was my recipe, but he yeah. made it all <laughs> like he cooked. And I was getting I so much done, one. and I was like, this is so nice. I'm on the other side, you know. Right. I mean, I, I, I tried. I, I actually was pretty good. I didn't say much. I liked it. I had a, I had a little, I made stew last night, and uh, my, my son came in, my 10-year-old, and he's like, Dad, is that uh, super stew? And I'm like, or maybe it was decent. I'll give him credit, but anyway, uh, I don't know. Like, what? What? Well, what's the difference between soup and stew, Dad? I'm like, I think stew just has Similar less hot liquid. Dish and casserole. I think that's a good question. Uh, I mean, 
do. What is the difference? Less liquid. That's it, really. I mean, really. Because they're both cooked kind of over low heat for or whatever for a, a period of time. Right, right. Like, I think that would be my answer. <laughs> okay. Good. But yeah. I mean, because, right? Just cute. Yeah, Curious. I Stew, I think, always like beef. I well, think I of, chicken, I think, but it's creamier. No? But you can do a pork kind yeah. of stew and like the Mexican I do think, pozole kind of stews. Yeah. I mean. I think stew definitely, to me, larger chunks of some sort sure. of meat, generally yeah, sure. speaking, yeah. like stewed meat. But then. I think I like stews better in soup. I, I think so. Yeah. Well, right now, anyhow, because it's fall. Have you eaten the beer cheese soup? Is oh, yes. All? Yeah. So that one. Remember We've when made you- that. Oh, from your from your cookbook. Yeah, and remember in the seventies. So my mom had this bad beer cheese soup recipe, and then everyone put popcorn on it. Yeah, do you remember yeah. that? That's Wisconsin. Oh, so um, Canal Park Brewing up in Duluth made the best beer cheese soup I've ever had. We were up in Duluth, you know, a few years ago. So what I will do is I will call chefs and I'll be like, "Hey, can you just give me the ingredients in that?" Because it was amazing, and then I'll recreate it at home. Okay, oh, and that's nice. in my cookbook, and that's probably my favorite soup recipe. Okay. So yeah, like when you beer were saying, cheese I soup. Like, if you have yep. not had beer cheese soup, you should definitely make that recipe. Oh, that it is we so were, good. Have you guys been to the River Inn up in where is that? It's just outside of the city. I'm mm. totally blanking. Anyway, it's like an old time supper club by Rogers somewhere. I think yeah. it's Hanover. Or Hanover. Yeah. We were just there for my sister's birthday, and Ron did have beer cheese soup with popcorn. And? Yeah. Oh. oh, it was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I don't know if they still do it, but in Wisconsin, it was always like you wanted not the popcorn that was on top, but the stuff <laughs> that fell through the grate into the bottom is where they'd grab the pot. Like the, <laughs> it, it was true. It was like the, 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 you know, saltier, crispy, crispier, yeah. marinated bits and pieces that they would throw. <laughs> Tanya, what's your guilty pleasure oh. with food? Oh. Um, I you you give me a good cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah. I'm oh. a happy camper. Like if I had to go on the the you know island for the rest of my life, could eat one thing. Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. Where's your favorite place God, in the city? Ask me that. Do you have a favorite place? Answer. Okay, so there's so many. All there right, I'm gonna go easy because there's so many, and then you guys have to tell me yours. But um, the red cow we've seen. Everybody I mean, loves the red cow. But you know what? Uh, their turkey burger is really good, and then Greg gets that double, and I can have like a bite of it. It's so what's the double double there? Uh, it's a sixty forty. That mm. is really good. Yeah. Um, but they do a great job. Mm. But then you mean like I mean, a double, like a double, it's like a double barrel, or is yeah, it a six? It, it's a sixty forty where they've got pork. bacon, bacon and uh, beef. Doesn't sound like Jim ever goes to the Red Cow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> God, we were I, just there the other day. We, yeah. we were actually. Yeah. I but they have great. That's where I see you get Greg all the time. Yeah. Oh, wait, what? Yeah. But oh, then Tanya and Greg. Then I can Hi. go to Matt's and then get my Juicy Lucy, and then I can go to right. Shake Shack, and I am yeah. in heaven. So I have not tried Shake Shack. <gasps> oh gosh, is that good? Yeah. Is That's it? A new, yeah. That was it's New York. New York. It's yeah. not in New York. We we even went there when we were in New York. It's so good. Okay. So yeah, you got to try that because <laughs> oh, you can get alcohol there too. Where? Oh, yeah. can you? At Shake Shack. Yeah. It's See, like a fast I, casual red yeah. cow, Jim. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Fast casual. <laughs> That's casual. I mean, that's hilarious because I will say red cow is a little slow. Yeah. When you're at the bar. Uh, Oh, that's. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you had a bad experience, I sure didn't did. you? Oh, sure See? Did. Oh, and oh, you know sure what? Did. That brings me oh, back. Shit. Sorry, full Red Cow. Sorry, Red Cow. The light comes. pours, too. Oh, 
boy. Well, you know, this is my we. thing. I'm not going <laughs> to beg on Raquel. Being, I've never been a waiter or a bartender. Just be good at, just be attentive and be pleasant. That's all you have to do for your job. And you can... I'm so sure I was a, a bartender. And, and I, think, I bet you both. were a great bartender. Oh, no. Right? It, it depends it on who you talk to. I was terrible because all I did was talk. Well, non-stop. at least you're engaging. You don't, yeah. You're not like snotty. Like they can't oh, be bothered. Oh, no, yeah, no, definitely not okay. snotty. Well, oh, yeah, that's not a good trait in, at a, all. in a bartender. What were you going to say, Jim, with your little look on your face <laughs> over just, there? I was all fired up because, because the, before we started talking oh. on our podcast, we were talking smack or you, i was ta- talking i was talking some smack <laughs> someone, someone because there's some restaurants ire. that we've boycotted because of the light pours and you know when you go there you know every week or every other week and and you know a glass of wine and a mm-hmm. burger is a hundred dollars mm-hmm. or whatever it, the heck it is you know for two people two glasses of wine and burger or whatever you four, split the four burger. or six glasses of wine no i know no Let's be it's, honest. i would like and to a half a cheeseburger not, each. i know not you. when they're charging that amount well here's my pet peeve I, it just really bugs me this whole little beaker system mm-hmm. where people are pouring the glass pouring it into a beaker mm-hmm. or a measured mm-hmm. cup and then pour it into the glass of wine and then if they I mean, frankly, they, if they fuck yeah. that up, yeah. I mean, you get a, you get such a shitty pour right. for like, you know, twelve bucks or Listen thirteen dollars. The, the rate, yeah, life's too short. I, I really, really, it's just. Yes. You know what I don't like about it too is uh, what really offends me as a former bartender is the, the like it's like you when you talk about the artist's hand. Yeah, you know, like when you're pouring a glass of wine, you should. You as the bartender, you only have one fucking job. Yeah, like right. just just yeah. to make a drink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> make the it's, damn it's drink. Not, when a please, bartender's like, please, ah, I had this guy that we worked with at Filio, and we loved him, loved him, I loved love him. Filios. But yeah, when uh, on the menu is a Brandy Alexander uh-huh. and a Grasshopper, uh-huh. and and when someone would order the Grasshopper or the Brandy Alexander, I mean. Glasses would start flying across the. There was a service bar in the back, like, oh, god damn it, not another fucking grasshopper. And he'd swear and he'd get all I angry know. and I'd be like, it's like the end of the man. world. Like, oh. look, it, hold on a second, watch. You put the ice cream in there. Like, right. you got one job. You yeah. got one job. It's not that hard. It's so And if true. you can't pour wine, if, if you, you can't, can't get pour a good wine. eye and pour the right amount of wine, it's like, the, you, then you, you're but I'm even going to throw this back then, because <laughs> then it goes to the owner of the establishment yeah, for yeah. not setting sort of like a decent, not empowering people to to. You have know their who own. does have a good pour to, to make it a little to more make positive? It positive? Thank you. <laughs> we went down a dark path. Well, no, I get. It. I. It's just one of those things. Um, coalition. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. They you're have a good pour. Absolutely right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, any yep. Parasole restaurant will, I'll tell you that. I mean, that's, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, I know they do, just because that's, so, that's sort of baked into their culture. Tanya, you've had the same experience? Yeah. We won't I, name names. We won't. Course. But but I think... Because they know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They do. They haven't uh, seen me around. <laughs> they haven't. And I mean, I'm a regular. And then all of a sudden, I disappear. It's uh, like, hmm, well, I know. that's I, why. You give a lot to the <laughs> I establishment. I think presuming that they listen to our podcast. Oh, they do. <laughs> oh, they do. No one fancy, cares, fancy. Jim. <laughs> he's all right. so, he's all just, fired up. There's little, like, anger tears <laughs> rolling out of his eyes. <laughs> so, okay. Should we segue into... This is, um, 
Chrissy Teigen. Yes. Yes. Oh, let's, yeah. let's chat a little. So, this is your the, your show, by the way. I mean, yes, oh, we're here to I support know. you, but I, I, really. This is our show right Oh, the, now. okay. Yeah. There right. we go. There we go. Um, no, so when I was writing my cookbook, so this is funny. You know how, um, so when I was pregnant with the kids, you would all, always follow like the pregnant movie stars or whatever. It was mm-hmm. like, it, that's sort of a funny thing. Do you remember that? Like a, I, I yeah, like a kinship. I, I wouldn't or... actually know anything about that. No, you wouldn't. Fair. But it was like a joke when you're pregnant. You'd be like, oh, so-and-so's pregnant <laughs> too. And then you'd see her, you know. Right. Looking So glamorous. when I was writing this cookbook, so I, I really, Chrissy Teigen wrote, uh, has, has written two cookbooks and her first one was coming out when mine was. So oh. I was like, oh, we kind of know each other because we're both <laughs> writing cookbooks. And she, it was called Cravings and she had really good, fun, indulgent food. And she's a supermodel for those that don't know. And she's married to John Legend. So I was kind of fascinated with her. I had a little, I'm not, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not a, a big stalker, crush. but I had a little girl crush. Mm-hmm. And when her book came out, mine was coming out, I think, the next week. And there's this page. And, I mean, John Legend's pretty cool, too, right? Where she makes these chicken wings. And the photo spread is her in a one-piece bathing suit eating her chicken wing in her supermodel bod with Johnny Legend behind her, like, looking longingly at her. So I'm like, Greg, should we do a spoof on social media of you and I and a chicken wing recipe? And I'll put my one piece on and you can sit behind me. And and, and yeah. I didn't do it, but it would have oh, been so oh good. Oh, my God. Isn't that funny? Yes. I, I don't know if Greg would have done it. I, I just thought that was so funny. I'm an amateur photographer. I will do this you'd you. ask, I bet. There's still time. Yeah. Next cookbook, right? Well, no, that actually, I don't want to media? put you on spot, but mm. is there another yeah. cookbook? Uh, hopefully. So I'm under wraps right now. Okay. Under wraps, some, meaning? Well, I'm not. You can't I, I talk can't about really, this stuff. It's incognito time? It's incognito time so does with this a literary put you on agent. The spot? Yeah, I mean, but I just can't really sure. yeah, yeah. say much. But sure. um, yeah, exciting. Exciting. I think it's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so when you have a literary agent, which is, that's cool. So you've got, you've, sounds, but I didn't for my first book. So no, but now you do. So I don't know what that's that not, is. That's not easy to do to get an agent, from what I understand. But with connections, again, I'm not. I'm just, oh, you're a hustler. That's right. I'm a hustler. Yeah. So, so what is this gonna do? Like, what is? Uh, I think they just make it the whole process smooth. Yes, you know? and they so facilitate. They it. shop it around for you, basically. But this Oops. is something interesting to know if you are writing a book or thinking about it. So I self-published my first book okay. because, again. If you were to send it out to a publisher, I mean, most people get 15,000 rejection letters. You have to be famous right. or a celebrity. Just, I mean, so there's a lot of different venues in the publishing world now. A literary agent l- literally gets you to the publishers. Right. And, and, and even a literary agency, they, I ask them, they go through, they get two, over 2,000 proposals a week. They just oh, chuck them over nuts. their shoulders. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's how many people want to write or be, you know, heard. There's that many people writing There's books. as many people writing as there are people making crappy podcasts. Like, <laughs> 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 oh, ouch. No. Oh, that hurts. So, yeah. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um, so, so what I wonder, is, and like, I, you, you know, you're a rule follower. I, I see that for the most part. No. I don't know. Uh, Troublemaker? Think... Troublemaker? Yeah, I don't. I, I was just throwing it out there, <laughs> right? But anyway, no, I, well, I'm get, what I'm getting at is like, what kind of a slap on the wrist do you suppose you get if you uh, if you mention too much? 
I want to. I want to know what happens. What What do the literary oh, more, police? Well, do, what are they, how it's do they more come of a respect it? thing. I know. Right. I'm just, right. But yeah. Gotcha. I like that you think I'm a rule follower, though. I don't think I'm that. A, <laughs> I spend more time around yeah, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, okay. Like let's say fun. you put on a good facade, then. You know. Really. Yeah, well, I mean, I look, like to be nice look, and <laughs> helpful. <laughs> I like to bring people out. dinner. Yeah. I'm bringing oh, you yeah. dinner. Bringing I'm people really dinner. Good. That's not a rule follower. <laughs> I don't know what is then. No, I'm kidding. Oh, it's a <laughs> oh my God. This is dumb sometimes. <laughs> Actually, it's I'm dumb sometimes. Right. I get it. Well, you guys, on that note, um, we are we are, you know, well into our 30 minutes here would is there anything that you can and would like to promote right now uh where can other people, than world yeah, peace book which i know you're peace. all for because you're rule follower mm-hmm, mm-hmm. gosh what i mean i'll be on twin cities live on november 8th okay oh. so you can check out the grazing tables november and, 8th oh, no and kidding. um learn about those if you want to entertain um, check out my website. Yep. Weekly recipes if you want to sign up. Tanya's table.com. So it is the holiday season coming up. Do people reach out to you? I mean, are you booked? It's a busy season. Are you mm-hmm. just I'm getting, getting a f- yeah, yeah there, but this is busy, busy season. Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah. so the cookbook, uh, the website, all that, but but do you still cater things? Like is that still something so my traditional catering, I haven't done for a while. I'll do, um, I'll do it for people I know. But right. these grazing tables is a new offering. Mm. So I'm obsessed with them. I think right. everybody you can love it. them. A couple and weeks ago, Jen. it was amazing. So It was so fun. So people can come to, can they? Yeah, they can the come and yeah. say, hey, I'm having a holiday party. Yep. I have a work party. Yep. Maybe maybe I'm doing Art of World next spring, and we need a grazing table. <laughs> we're gonna bump it up a notch. Yeah, we're bumping few, it up. Well, are you? Going yeah, we are. Oh yeah. gosh, yeah. let's talk off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We thought about it for our company. I founded event, and I think if those if these types of things mm-hmm. grow for us, that's mm-hmm. the sort of thing we'd love to have yeah. you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so yeah. So uh, Tanya T O N J A, correct? Tanya's Table. dot com, and anything else? No, it's been a pleasure. Really well, thanks fun. for coming in. Thanks yeah. for coming in. Thanks for you having can, me. You can come do this anytime. Yeah, anytime. I will. Then uh, we could just go to the food hall after. Exactly. Right. Yep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Take care. Thanks. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We love comments and feedback, so go ahead and let us have it. If you'd like to learn more about Andalin and other legacy projects, visit the website at andalin.app or kineticlegacy.us. Take care.